Good day, everyone, and welcome to Talk with Tom. I am your host, Aaron Wilker, and this is the last Talk with Tom for the year 2017, and that means that there are a lot of us who are reflecting on this past year, as well as setting our goals for the upcoming year, and on today's episode of Talk with Tom, Tom will be giving us his ultimate goal-setting system. That means Tom will be walking us through his step-by-step goal-setting system to guide you from your grand vision to your daily action steps. But before we get started with Tom, I want to mention that the sponsor of this episode of Talk With Tom are Tom's free eBooks, the Year-End Assessment Tool, and the Seven-Day Goal-Setting Challenge. And the free year-end assessment tool is for your use in assessing this past year, as well as moving you into the next year. And the seven-day goal-setting challenge is for anyone who is looking to achieve a specific goal in their personal or professional life, no matter how big or small. And if you're unsure of how to go about starting on a path to achieving those goals, then this challenge is for you. Because over the course of seven days, you will gain clarity into it exactly what you want to achieve in every in every area of your life and determine the clear-cut plan for how to achieve those goals. And you can download both these valuable free resources off of Tom's website and his resource page by going to Success Series LLC.com. And on the far right at the top, it says there's a tab that says resources, and under resources is workshop resources, and you will see at the very top there the seven-day goal-setting challenge ebook. Right underneath it is the year-end assessment tool, and then there's many other free resources there for you that Tom provides. So again, it's www.successseriesllc.com. Far right at the top is his resources tab, and under under the resources tab, workshop resources, and that brings you to this resource page where these uh, both are there for you: the seven-day goal-setting challenge ebook and the year-end assessment tool. And now, it is a great privilege for me to introduce my coach, my mentor, and my friend, Tom Hart. Good day, Tom. How are you doing? Hello, Aaron. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Uh, you know, end, end of the year, that's a good thing. That means several things for me, and that means my birthday's going to be here soon. And um, we just, you know, Christmas, the New Year's, it's all wonderful. And like I said, you know, kind of reflecting on this past year, a lot a lot has happened and been accomplished this past year, so it's been great. It's been great. Well, a uh, early happy birthday to you, and I too love this time of year for all those same reasons. Looking back at the past year, kind of assessing my goal achievement, um, looking forward to the next year and what goals I have ahead that are part of my bigger vision, and then I'm just a dork for Christmas. I just love that this time of year and the, uh, the, the, the Christmas carols, the, the getting together with family and friends, and of course the New Year's celebration and kind of demarking the, the end of the old and into the new. So 
it's a great time of year. Yep. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny because my daughter, who is 18, is really into it also, and she was she was very upset with all television programmers because she expected that the day after Thanksgiving they should start showing all the Christmas television specials. And she was upset that they didn't do that right away. <laughs> well, I am, I am going through my library of, of uh, holiday movies, you know, all the classics and just, you know, trying to do at least one a week or so. And, and uh, gosh, I, I just enjoyed doing that. There's some, some great holiday movies out there that, I mean, we all know and love. So it's that time of year they start airing those and, and we get into the mood. So I'm looking forward to Christmas. And in fact, by the time this airs, I think it's uh, two days after Christmas already. And of course, rolling into the new year. And personally, I love this week between Christmas and New Year's because I do use it to do my yearly and my annual review, my um, quarterly review, obviously, as well, because end of quarter, but also end of year. And then uh, kind of define definitively define my goals for next year because, you know, from about my birthday, which is in October through the end of the year, I'm already making note of goals for the next year. And in this case, um, you know, 2018, we've got some big plans for my coaching business and of course my real estate business. So um, let alone my personal life and other things. So this week, you know, unless I've got a client that's got an urgency or, a real estate closing or something of the sort, this is usually a pretty quiet week of the year. Yep. Yep. No, I, I agree. It's a great year to reflect, um, I say assessing this past year and then to your point, you know, planning and goal setting for the next year, next three years, next five years, you know, however, however big you want to make it right. How big do you want the vision to be? So that being said, Let's talk about goal setting and your ultimate goal setting system. Um, I understand that your ultimate goal setting system is what you use every year to manage and achieve your short-term and long-term goals. So give us an idea, Tom. What is, what is this ultimate goal setting system uh, that you have in place? Well, you know, I've had this focus for decades. Um, goals are really the uh, primary initial step toward achievement, toward productivity. And over those decades, I've looked at all kinds of different systems, goal setting. And I've gleaned from all of them kind of the best practices, if you will, from each of them and put them into my personal practice, and now I've kind of used it regularly enough to advocate it, but I don't want to have it be set in concrete. You know, it's one of those things where you got to adapt it to what works for you. So just like I did by some of these other systems that I've come across over my research of years and years and my application of it and in my own personal use, um, I'm going to outline the system as I use it today but I want to encourage the listeners to, again, take from it what you will, what resonates with you. Um, but the, the goal is to clarify in a form of a vision what your 
ultimate outcome is. And it, like you said, it could be a yearly outcome, a five-year outcome, a 10-year horizon, a lifetime vision. You define, you know, the length of it. But what I have come to use in my system is kind of a process of reverse engineering where similar to Stephen Covey's, you know, begin with the end in mind, I set the vision and then I reverse engineer from that back to a daily task. And so what I wanted to go over today was how that process works for me, how I use it on a daily basis, how I roll it up weekly, quarterly, annually into the vision, and walk you through the steps. So you do begin with that vision, but I wanted to give you an overview of the entire process and then go through each section, if you will. You know, let's talk first in, in broad sense. Um, All right. We, we tend to overestimate what we can do in the short term and underestimate what we can do in the long term. So if I were to ask you, well, gee, you know, give me a deadline, uh, a return date for this work scope, and you say, oh, I could have that to you by next Tuesday, meaning a week away. And then you get into the project and you start to see, gee, this is going to take some time. You know, I might have, you know, given a date that I can't hit. And then as Friday comes along and you're thinking, gee, I might have to work on this over the weekend because what you thought was a pretty fairly fast turnaround ends up being a little bit more difficult than you thought. Tuesday kind of looms there in the future. Next thing you know, you're working on it over the weekend to make your deadline and you wish you had said, you know, 10 days away or two weeks away. Conversely, if I were to say to you, give me a goal that you have, you know, three years out, five years out, you have this vision to, let's say, buy a certain home in a certain geographic area. So to you, that's far enough in the future that you feel like, yeah, I could probably wing it at about the year five time frame. So I'm going to say I want to move to that area in this type of home by the time the kids are this age and it's five years out. But in reality, the things that you would need to achieve to accomplish that could be done in two or three years. So you're thinking that it could take longer to do something that's maybe a longer term or grander vision than it actually would take. And so oftentimes when we sit down to, to do our goals, we're thinking more short term, not long term. We're thinking of what we can accomplish. And so if you have a, a process that I'm going to outline that is reverse engineers it, you can start to get a little bit more tighter with the time frames, start to get a little bit more motivated with action steps. And then you also have uh, each incremental improvement compounding along the way. So if your input were to improve 1% a week, in one quarter, you could linearly predict that you'd improve to 113%, right? Because, you know, 1% a week, 13 weeks, you're at 113%. But in reality, just like an investment will grow with compounded interest, so will those outputs grow with compounded interest. So that in actuality, your quarter would actually put you 113.8% above your baseline 
And if you were to extrapolate that out to a year, you would think you would, you would produce 152% because you're 1% a week, but it's actually 168%. So 10, nearly over 10% higher than what you would have predicted. And obviously in long-term things like, you know, five years, 10 years, et cetera, that output makes a big difference. So if you're thinking 10 years, you'd think you'd be 620% of your current output linearly. But with compounding, you would actually be nearly 18,000% or 28 times your predicted or linear output of 620%. Now, if you increase your output six times in 10 years, that's pretty darn good. I mean, that's life-changing. But what if it were 28% or 28 times in 10 years? That's game-changing to the, to, the, to the max. So we tend to forget that there are certain compounding that, that happens that actually allows us to hit that inflection point, and then you just you know hockey stick up the, the graph, so to speak, to this huge gain in the short term, but that long tail leading up to that inflection point takes some time. And that's just momentum. Now, I understand that there's certain things that are going to be time constrained. So your production isn't always a result of your time spent because you have certain things that just, you know, take time that you're not going to be able to do 28 times faster. But all of this is to say that you don't need to worry too much about making precise goals beyond 90 days because you're going to grow during that 90 days, which will allow you to then grow those goals. You know, the whole point of goal achievement is not so much in what the result is, but who you become along the way to that result. Because the person that you are today isn't the person that would achieve that goal you already had. You already would. So you're becoming a different person incrementally to be able to achieve the goal that's a result at the end of a time period. And so I tend to want to look at goals on an annual basis, but then break them down into three subsets. Uh, number one is quarterly goals. Number two is weekly results. And number three are the daily tasks that are needed, the action steps needed to achieve those weekly results. So you see how I reverse engineer it? I take my vision, I roll that back to a, an annual basis for the next year, and then I look at it quarter by quarter. So if I were to achieve that by the end of the year, what would I need to achieve fourth quarter, right before that achievement? Third quarter, right before that? Second quarter, right before that? What do I need to achieve in the next quarter, the next 90 days, toward that end that's part of the grander vision that might be a five-year, 10-year, or a lifetime plan? I do all this with using the tool Evernote. Now, there's many apps out there, other computer programs, whether you're Mac or, or uh, PC, that allow you to manage the process. And so it's a project management tool that I would utilize if I were implementing this in some other form. But I use Evernote because it gives me, you know, a cloud-based accounting and multiple devices and always on the fly, and whether I'm making changes on my phone or looking on my 
the computer, it's always updated and synced. Now with Evernote, I create the folders or the notes. In this case, notebook is goals and, and tasks list. And I trickle down from the vision to the annual, to the quarterly, to the weekly, and to the daily. And so that's what I'm going to walk you through. And, um, you know, obviously keeping it at that daily level keeps it very specific. And being very specific allows me to then know what I'm going to do tomorrow. And you know from past Talk with Toms that we've had and blog posts that I've written that what we need to focus on tomorrow is just our top three. You know, what are the top three things that need to happen tomorrow that would be the greatest impact toward my weekly and quarterly goals? So that's kind of the broad macro picture, and then we'll get into each macro, uh, each micro step. Okay. Sounds so great. First, first one is quarterly goal setting. So my objective in setting quarterly goals is to figure out what my top three primary goals are for the next quarter. That's a high-level kind of roadmap on the way toward the annual goal. And then to do that, I've got to obviously maintain some mechanism of assessment. And so I do my weekly and quarterly reviews as I'm working through my quarter goals. And that review uh, comes with some questions that kind of prompt me to make sure that, you know, I'm roughly following a format of accountability. And you can do this with a friend, with another partner, uh, maybe with a spouse, significant other, somebody that um, maybe has some shared goals, uh, you know, a, a horse in the race, so to speak. And um, the way I do it is first I figure out from my day what worked and what didn't and what I would adjust. And then I look at that from a quarterly basis. I go through my top accomplishments from the last quarter. I answer the question, what am I most proud of accomplishing? What were my goals and how did I hit them? Why or why not? What were the big challenges in hitting those goals? And what was I wrong about? Like what mistakes, what kind of learning can I make, can I have from those mistakes made? So that review, that quarterly review, I'll just put it on my master calendar. You can go to my website, you mentioned the resources page at the uh, beginning of the show. You scroll down, there's a, there's a um, master calendar, you know, an annual calendar that uh, has color coding for different events. And one of the events that's in that template is the quarterly review. There's also a weekly review and then obviously an annual review. So that's step one is to kind of do an assessment of the last quarter. Then I move to a step two, which is to visualize. I take that macro view and I vision, review it relative to my vision. So how did those goals fit with the longer vision? Now, like I said, you can have that grand vision be a yearly vision, a five-year vision, a 10-year vision. But what I would do is I would then ask the question, do I need to change or adjust those long-term goals? Do I need to delete any of them? Do I need to, um, in some way, find them still as important 
or have has something changed? And so those kinds of questions really give you a reality check as to where you were whenever you set the goals. Let's use this time of year for an example. You and I use this week to set our goals for next year or to at least, you know, definitively set them. And then at the end of March, we're now looking from the beginning of December, let's say, when we started thinking about them, to the end of March. So a whole quarter has gone by. A lot can change in that quarter. So I'll take some time, see what else I should add to the list. Those could be any of the seven life areas, you know, goals that relate to fitness or finance or profession or business-related, relationship, spiritual, etc. And think of them in terms of the macro picture. Now, certain questions help me along the way. So I'll ask, what do I most want to accomplish one year, five years, ten years from now? And how does that fit in with what my quarterly goals are? Or the other way around, actually. What are my, how do my quarterly goals fit into what those visions are? What would I do if I knew I couldn't fail? That's a great question to always ask yourself. You know, what action would you take if you knew you couldn't fail? And then back that into, you know, if I was wildly successful in five years, what would it look like? And see if that adjusts your your vision, your your goals, your macro goals. And then, you know, back up from there to what would that look like on an annual basis, on a quarterly basis, and, you know, lead, lead to an ideal day. So once I've recorded all that and kind of refined it down and looked at my bigger goals in that sense of a quarterly um, format, I then try to narrow from that larger goal set to the top three for this coming quarter. So which of these goals is most exciting? Which of the goals am I most afraid of pursuing? That's another great question to ask yourself because that's outside your comfort zone. <laughs> Anything that, that gives you that response is outside your comfort zone. That's a good thing. You want to pursue that goal if you can. And then if you can't, then what incremental step can you make toward that so that you can kind of fulfill that vision and start to exercise that confidence muscle. Uh, here's another key question I love asking. Which goal would I pursue if time or money were not constrained? You know, if I had unlimited time and unlimited money, which of those goals would I pursue? Which of those vision goals would I pursue? Uh, here's another great one. Which goal would I want in my eulogy? You know, if I were to die tomorrow, which one would I want to be sure was talked about <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and make that part of what you contributes to your long-term vision? So I keep these questions in mind until I get a good idea of which three big goals I want to focus on for the quarter, and that's step three. Then lastly, step four in the overall is with those three long-term goals selected, I can then figure out what my outcomes should be for the quarter. So for each quarterly goal, I then make myself a clear, concise picture and a metric to measure it by, you know, using SMART goals, you know, S-M-A-R-T, specific, 
measurable, actionable, relevant, and time-bound, just go to my website and put in the search smart and it'll come up or smart goals. I've got a couple of blogs, blog posts on that. So by way of example, one of my goals for the quarter was to have a reader ready draft of a ebook. And I wanted that draft by end of quarter so that I could then use the next quarter to finalize it, etc. So the way that I would define that would be something along the lines of have a reader-ready first draft of the book by end of quarter, you know, or whatever milestone along the way. Another goal might be to grow my Build Your Dream Business uh, online course to a projected revenue by end of quarter and, again, have incremental uh, time frame or uh, uh, income milestones along the way. So, so much for month one, so much by month two, so much by end of quarter. So that's how I would structure it so that you can have those goals add intermediate four to eight week goals or some other milestones along the way that allow you to then define what I would consider to be weekly results. And you can sense or you can catch by now that I don't talk monthly. I talk quarterly and then I go right to weekly because 13 weeks flies by. So to do something in a four month, I mean a four week time frame would just be so short relative to your quarterly accomplishment. But if you need to break it down monthly in order to, you know, manage it in a certain way, go for it. But by the middle of the quarter, you get a good sense by starting to assess, you know, where you are on a weekly basis where that quarterly goal kind of breaks out. And then I'll just use my uh, personal strategic plan to kind of define those quarterly goals in each of the seven life areas, personal, professional, et cetera. And, and, and then that kind of states what those top three are in each of those life areas. And if I'm doing that quarterly or annually, I'm still focused on, you know, each particular one. So that's the overall process and then um, you know I'll, I'll break it down into to weekly and daily okay great and I'm, I'm with you that a month goes by so quickly um, that generally on a weekly basis as I look at my goals or whatnot you know I'll plan out tasks for that week that I want to um, achieve that get me to my goals and then you know on a daily basis what task you know what what task am I doing for the next day to accomplish my weekly task that it helps me move towards my goals so um, I agree with you there thank you you know before we continue on I'd like to remind everybody that again the tools that Tom provides for you at his website successseriesllc.com and under the resources tab and the workshop resources is the two free ebooks that he has are two free tools one is an ebook the seven 
Day Goal Setting Challenge ebook and his year-end assessment tool. And again, the year-end assessment tools for your use in assessing the past year and moving into the next year. And the seven-day goal setting challenge is there to help you achieve you know, the specific goals that you would like to achieve in either your personal or professional life. And those, again, are at successseriesllc.com and under the resources tab to the far right, workshop resources, you'll find um, these there. And so just to kind of reiterate what Tom talked about, is that in the grand vision of ultimate goal-setting system, he starts one year, three year, five year, the big vision, um, take the one-year goal, break it down into quarterly goals, and from there, narrowing it down to you know specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and puts a time on when those goals will be achieved. Am I correct in saying that, Tom? Yeah, and that's right where we left off. Very good. So can you continue on? Because this is all great information, and and as, as – you were talking, I'm I'm starting to fire up again going, oh, yeah, Tom has these tools. Yeah, you know what? I need to go back and download this. I need to, you know, it's getting me moving and looking forward to this next year, Tom. So please continue. Oh, very good. Well, um, you know, to um, reiterate, the vision and the quarterly time frame is what I would consider the goals setting the weekly and daily are either results or tasks. So I say quarterly goals, weekly results, daily tasks. And the reason I break it down like that is that at one time, are you familiar with the company Lululemon that does uh, yoga and athletic uh, clothing? Yeah. Manufacturers and and distributors. So Lululemon uh, has a culture of goals, goal setting. And they asked me to come and train their um, retail personnel because every new hire is required to have a five-year plan, a personal goal-setting plan. And they post it on the wall in the stores for everyone to see. And they have their five-year vision, five years from now I want to be da-da-da-da-da. And they don't necessarily, you know, advocate continuing in retail for Lululemon. They just want to know what it is you want to achieve and then what your annual and and monthly goals are for that. The reason they asked me to come in and train their people was that they had this culture of goal setting, but didn't have a system for goal achievement. So my workshop that I created for Lululemon was actually called the Goal Achievement Workshop. Because there's plenty of goal setting <laughs> workshops out there. But how you achieve those goals that you set. And this system is an outgrowth of that curriculum that I created for them 
they were a client of mine. Let me think. Gosh, it's probably been five years ago now, maybe seven years ago. And with them asking me to come into their stores and do that forced me to kind of look at what all the tools were available to goal achievement. And a lot of them we've talked about right here on the show. And, 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 and I'll bring them up again so that it's more fresh in people's minds. I'll do a blog post or something of the sort. But uh, it was key for me to define for them that you don't have, in, in, in my opinion and in, from my research, you don't have annual goals, quarterly goals, weekly or monthly goals, weekly goals, daily goals. You have annual goals, perhaps quarterly goals, but then weekly outcomes, weekly results that are on the way to that quarterly, rego- uh, quarterly goal. You have daily tasks that are on the way to that weekly result that is on the way to that quarterly goal. So I make that distinction. <clears throat> and so for my uh, next uh, uh, section here, I'd like to describe the weekly result milestones and how to set those so that you can lead toward achievement. Those quarterly goals are guides to let me figure out what I should be doing on a weekly and daily basis. And then depending on the goal, I'll create a rough game plan for hitting that goal within 13 weeks. So for instance, I was talking about the ebook. So my, my weekly result milestones might be finish the first draft by week four, the second draft by week six, the editing of the final draft by week 10, and sending out that first draft by week 13, which is, you know, by end of quarter. So what it allows me then is to have some milestones along the way to be able to judge my progress. Do I need to pick up the pace? Am I ahead of pace? If I'm ahead of pace, can I get my draft out sooner to distribute to my to my uh, uh, first uh, beta receivers? And so I want to make sure that I'm constantly looking at that. Whereas if I just had the goal to, you know, get out a first draft by the end of the quarter, I'm not looking at it on a weekly basis. I'm just kind of, you know, I got 13 weeks ahead. I got 12. Well, haven't even started. I'm two weeks into it. That's okay. I got 10 weeks left. You see how it kind of starts to take away your momentum. So another example with the building your dream business online course, I might say, Hey, if I want to have it done by end of first quarter, certain goal achievement. So let's say I want uh, 35,000 in revenue from my build your dream business online course by end of first quarter. So then I'm going to want to have some milestones along the way. So I want to get to 20,000 by end of January, 28,000 by end of February, 35,000 by end of March, you know, end of quarter. So each of these uh, interim result milestones allow me a gauge for my weekly review. You know, where's my objective versus my top three for the week, putting them on my Evernote task list in a daily form, and I'll get to that in a bit. Um, but it all takes maybe, you know, half an hour a week. And I do that, you know, at the end of my Sunday, you know, um, Sunday evening, I'm doing my weekly assessment. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the week ahead. So the way I do my weekly review is that I first look at my quarterly goals and my last week's results. And I make any adjustments. So do they still make sense? Am I still on track? Are there certain habits that I could start to do to expedite or to adjust you know, if I'm starting to come off the rails, I want to know sooner than later, <laughs> you know, 
if my goal is to figure out what is working and what's not working. And this system allows me that measuring stick, those metrics. And if I'm starting to get off the rails, so to speak, by sleeping in or exercising less or, you know, doing something that could be just as fixed, I want to know that within a week. I don't want to wait till the end of the quarter and go, oh, gee, I picked up this or that bad habit and it's taking me off track because then I got a larger fix to make than if I had just done it on um, a weekly basis. The second step to that weekly review is to assess that very thing. Go through the last week's top three, and how did I do? Did I miss any? What went wrong? What went right? How do I avoid those errors from this coming week? If things went well, how can I keep doing what is working, and how else can I improve my track toward my goals? And then lastly, on my weekly review, I, of course, plan the week ahead. So I'm looking at those goals and I'm saying, okay, what is it that um, will be my next week's top three relative to my next step? So, for instance, if I'm in my second draft, I might have to, you know, have my one of my top three would be to edit the second draft, you know, because I'm I'm in week six, let's say. Uh, If it's my build your dream business uh, online course, I'm going to look at my revenue and see if my projections are on track. And if they're not, what do I need to do to get them on track, get them back on track if they're off? If I'm ahead of schedule, how does that impact, you know, my launch date for the next program? So those are kinds of things that I'll do in managing it in some form of my my um, Evernote uh, app to be able to allow this weekly result milestone to really be my driver to my daily task. And, in fact, that's my segue, I guess, to, to the daily task list. Um, you know, we all carry around a to-do list. Maybe there's a top three. Maybe it's, you know, go to the store and pick up milk kind of a thing, too. But my daily task list is really a derivative of these weekly milestones. So what do I need to do today? What's my top three? And don't look at it like, you know, I've got to accomplish those top three during the week. Because if you can accomplish it within two days, you could either add another or work on numbers two and three and get them done faster, and then you're, you know, a couple days ahead. So it's not only to look at on a weekly basis because it forces me to put a time constraint on my focus where, you know, I'm going to sit down and just spend the next, you know, two hours on this task. Like in my ideal week, I block out time to do my research. I block out another time to do my, you know, content creation. I do block out another time to, you know, build courses or to, um, you know, implement uh, certain uh, online tools uh, for my community. So I've got times already blocked out, but those have to fit in with whatever the content creation would be for my quarterly, weekly, and, and daily tasks. So if it kind of ignores what I've already done and it makes me focus on what's ahead, and by focusing on what's ahead, it gets me closer to the desired result, which is that weekly milestone. And so those top three tend to be um, drivers, if you will. And, and you don't want to necessarily think in terms of doing, you know, a third, a fifth of it each day. You want to do it like I was saying, you know, try to get them done every day. Uh, we tend to default to the easiest task first <laughs> and, you know, Brian Tracy, good friend and uh, 
business associate now on a, on a deal, um, says, you know, eat that frog first. So, you know, the, do the thing you hate most or do the big <laughs> task first and you'll get you, it'll get you momentum. It'll get you confidence. It'll, it'll put you in a state of accomplishing things. And then those daily tasks move you toward those weekly goals, which then move you toward those quarterly goals, which move you then toward your broader grand vision. And you can see how it all kind of works together to create this ultimate goal-setting system and a tracking accountability productivity system that really is goal or vision-driven, not to-do-driven. Right. Okay. Very good. Um, I, I, again, you know, sum, summarize um, just quickly, you know, and want to reiterate some of the things here to help people that going to your website, these tools are there. Um, you know, maybe the only thing that you won't find on the tool but is easily downloadable is the Evernote application. Um, you know, weekly result milestones, you know, review, you know, you say step one review and you, you know, assess. And, again, Tom has the tools there, you know, on an annual basis, the year-end assessment tool, but um, – Further down, you know, there's the ideal week template and the master calendar template. Um, these things are there at successseriesllc.com um, under Tom's resource planning, um, per, you know, planning the personal strategic plan is there. Um, yeah, great stuff, Tom. Like I said, it, it, Got me, you know, looking. Okay, you know what? I've, I've got to. I've, I forgot. I got to download this stuff. This is going to help me this next week. Um, hey, you know what? Most of my clients. It, yeah, it reminds ahead, me. It reminds me to do it. <laughs> so, so <laughs> it's one of those things where you know everybody hates when somebody says, "I told you so." Matt, you know what I hear all the time? You told me so. It's for my own need the, to go to my own website and download my own tools and start using them in this way. So, yeah, it's, it's great. In fact, I've got a blog post on how to do your weekly review. You know, so there's plenty of resources that are there that are free that even I use. You know, and there's a, you know, it's a, it's simple. There, there's some good information here, Tom. Um, and if you really get into it, I mean, we could go on a lot and break it down and get into detail how to do each thing. It'd be, you know, just for me, you know, if you put an ebook out there um, outlining this process, getting into more detail, you know, not, not that you need more to do this next year, but just saying if you wanted to create or write a, a, another ebook for us, um, that'd be helpful. <laughs> okay, I tell you what. I will write an ebook entitled My Ultimate Goal Setting System, and it'll do exactly what you just said. It'll break it down into 
all that I just described. And in fact, we'll promote it on a future episode of Talk with Tom. So I will do that. And that way we've got another resource that kind of brings it all into one place that's in an ebook. I, I can picture this thing already. It's probably going to be over 30 pages by the time I'm done with it because we need to take it from macro to micro and then micro to macro. So it's going to be from vision to quarterly to weekly to daily. That's how you would plan out your goals because you reverse engineer it. But then in order to reach them, you're going to do daily tasks, to weekly outcomes, to quarterly goals, to your vision. So, yeah, I, I think an ebook would be in order. I will, I will do so. Good idea. Excellent. Thanks, Tom. I, I, I appreciate that. So I want to wish you and everybody else a happy new year. Looking forward to 2018. Um, and, you know, if you haven't started setting your goals for 2018, um, go to Tom's website. Start there. Go to www.successseriesllc.com and go to the resources page. And under the workshop resources, look at all the tools that Tom offers up for free for you to help help you set your goals um, and download these tools, get to work on 2018, make 2018 one of the best years ever for you. Um, there's plenty of other resources. I said there, um, many, many resources. I, I'm, I'm looking at them and there's, you know, I'm not going to go down the whole list, but they're all free. They're all at Tom's website, success series, LLC, Dot com. Tom, Happy New Year. Thank you very much for your time, your information. It is always appreciated. Uh, the Tom and the Success Series team, we truly do appreciate you all taking the time to listen to this podcast. We look forward to joining you, uh, to you joining us right back here on the last Wednesday of every month with a new episode of Talk with Tom. When Tom has his ultimate goal system, our goal setting system written in an ebook for us, we will let you know right here at Talk with Tom. Um, everybody, have a successful month. Goodbye. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Do me two favors. Number one, subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue to get my latest and greatest podcast. And number two, please share this episode with your family and friends so that you might contribute to their lives by turning them on to me so that I can help them also grow their life and build their business.